Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding a a link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Um, head over to our Patreon page as well, where you can source your support. Patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. Exclusive content, some homebrew from the guys as well. And make sure, if you don't want to do that, you can also give us some five stars. We're massive slags for five stars. Give us a five-star rating. Love it. Much Big. appreciated. Um, my name's Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got Calm, I've got Scotty, and I've got MD. We've had a week off. The listeners don't realise that, but we had a week off. Woo! For the first time in God knows how long. A long time. In fact, that? Christmas. Christmas New Year. It's only that long. <laughs> long enough. Six months. Six months. Not that long. Uh, but it's good to be back, good to be recording again. Hope you're all well, gents. Um, this yeah. evening we are going to be doing something really exciting and something that um, which I'm really excited about, just personally. And um, we're talking with Joe from Battle of the Breweries Trading Cards. How are you doing, mate? Wonderful. Thank you for having me. It's nice to get to speak to you all. Yes, buzzing for this. Literally looking forward to this. This is um, proper like geek- geeking out. This is like <laughs> beer geeking and like trading geeking. This is right up your street. Yeah. Right up my street. I've got the Funkos. I've I've started again. Don't know why. In fact, I do know why. Um, Doing Pokemon cards just because I want to make money. Not going to (laughs) lie. Not doing it for the fun. Just want to make money. Um, (laughs) This is is an odd one because Joe, I said that to you when we had a quick chat at Brew London on Friday and I was like, I just never, ever, ever got involved with any of this beforehand. The the Pokemon phase, the whatever the Pogs you were talking about before, trading cards, all the rest of it. And I get it in a way because, you know, if it's worth money and I know there's like a game and you play and, you you know, you trade things and, you know, and I... I'm getting this out there early so that the listeners are like, well, Mark has no fucking clue what he's talking about. But, um, you know, you're. it's really interesting because obviously you're combining a, like a passion of ours. Don't in terms go of, deep too quick, Mark. Don't I'm go not, deep too quick. I'm not going too deep. I'm just saying um, I'm getting my disclaimer out there like I usually do early doors because... There's a high chance I'm going to say something that will makes no sense. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just getting my disclaimer. And you won't be the only one. We've heard it all. Go with it. Sweet. Oh, so you can you can make some st- sense 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 initially by telling us what you're drinking. Go around the table and see what you're yeah. drinking. If you are oh. drinking, if you've recovered from Friday. Before you get onto what you're drinking, I would like to call you on the collection because I remember. And I don't know if the other guys remember this as well. A certain Mark Dixon's windowsill in his bedroom having more than its fair share of those wee shitty football players with the massive heats. Oh. Oh. <laughs> fair play. Yeah, there's a fair play to them. I remember a full Arsenal squad. I remember a good few. There was a Colin Hendry in there made an appearance on Pozzi. Well, that was a waste of money in um, Arsenal squad. But yeah. I know, at the time, it was a good squad. Arsenal were good at one point, yeah. Um, a few parlours in there. Okay, I might Daniel take... Petit, I- I might take that back now that you've it shows you how much I drank over the last like twenty five years <laughs> yeah. that I've forgotten about that. But um, I don't know, fair play. It was a fair whack of them. But other than that, I totally, I, I'm nearly on board with you. I didn't really collect much either. So Not everybody had a fun childhood. It's 
we were were outside playing um (laughs) (laughs) what were you drinking at swing park and drinking now mark well i'm drinking (laughs) i'm drinking now um a lord's brewing co um Kolsch styled beer. Uh, it's a four percent, four point eight percent. Excuse me. Um, kind of dark malted um, Kolsch. It's like a Dunkel, basically. Um, dark lager. It's malty. It's got a really sweet, um, like kind of tropical kind of flavour that runs through it. It's like it's all biscuit. It's slightly undercarbed than what I would think, but it's absolutely delicious to be honest with you. And Lord's Brewing was one of my standouts um, from Brew London, a, a brewery that I've had never heard of um, before, and made one of the cleanest, cleanest lagers I have ever, ever tasted. It was delish, and this is really wicked as well. So, um, like I say, Lord's Brewing Co. Coast to help you. It's got a little segue as well because they joined the game yesterday. Oh, there you go. There you go. See, we knew that. As if I knew, we knew it. That. Yep. It's, uh, we knew it. As if we wrote it. Um, I, I that that lager from Lords was um insane. Yep. It was just such a. I can't remember the guy's name we were speaking to, and that alludes me. John, John maybe. John. Yeah, John. Yeah, John. Yeah. And um, he was saying he wants it to be. He wants to try and get those people that are drinking Carlin and stuff and drinking that ugh, um, mud. Um, and it's. You can tell that's the kind of beer it is. It was like wasn't gassy. It was like lovely and clear, crisp, and I don't know why I kept saying that. Like, Look how tight the bubbles are, tight bubbles. But it was the lace and it was just such a nice looking lager. So great, working. and that was like my second beer. And I was like, this is the best thing. Well, they're lagging just... it for an extra couple of weeks. That's the real reason behind. They kind of stick to the traditional sort of lagering process, and they don't. Eight weeks. It was eight to twelve uh, for the two different styles. So, um, anyways, right, anyways. <laughs> uh, myself, I am on Cloud Water and Yakima Chiefs collaboration, the DDH Green Shoots, um, courtesy of um, birthday beer tokens from Mister Muir. Thank you, Sam. Um, this is a dry hopped um, IPA sitting at seven percent and waft. Yes, please. Thank you very much. I'm glad I bought two. Um, this is lovely and hazy. Lovely kind of bright orange and guava um, kind of coming through in it. It's just nice and delicate, lovely and floral, and just a perfect beer to start me off the evening. It's just so good. The only way, to be fair, could take a really good beer to beat this because it could just go downhill from here. But that was that's a ten out of ten, by boys. That's fucking awesome. A ten out of ten. Oh, it's me. It's wow. awesome. Genuinely, it's awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. This? Awesome. I'm glad I got two. So glad I got two. And so we're two, two on Battle of the Brewers because they joined two weeks ago. So See, we're there writing we that. We're no, writing. no pressure on anybody else at the moment. Elroy, we're going three for three? No, mine's will be a pitch, I think. Um, so I'm having a uh, podcast fan favourite. Um, top outs in the cone. Oh, okay. um, so 6.8% um, it's pine through and through and through lovely and bitter it's the, the kind still, of premier version of a west coast it's absolutely incredible um, right out of the fridge this is my first beer of the week um, and it's gone down perfectly it's, it's first absolutely beer of the week exquisite. I took Monday off correct I didn't <laughs> take Monday off um, didn't get a chance to last night with the 
hitting the on-suite bathroom done, but the day is the the dust's got to me. Had to have a refreshment. <laughs> Sounds good. It's, it's aye. It's it is. It itself. is the West Coast. It's just the West, eh? No, uh, nothing's going to beat it. Well, no. I was going to say maybe the one on Friday, but nah. It was good, the one on Friday from... Um, Holland. Oh, yeah, oh, the, the Texas one was... Yeah, that's, but that's a different game, that, isn't it? Oh, but anyway. Um, Cal? Oh, you joined me in deepest, darkest disappointment, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> no, can he Hercule Bears? No, isn't he Hercule <laughs> The hunt for the missing pops. Hercule Bears was actually quite quite good, to be fair. Um, but I picked up. I mean, I, I I probably feel I'm probably guilty of setting myself up for this disappointment because um, I was in Lidl at the weekend um, and noticed their you know fortnightly beer festival that they had on, and there was a few beers that I hadn't tasted. There was a few beers that I hadn't tasted before, and I picked this one up from seventy one. Um, it's called Big Drifter, and it's a West Coast IPA. Um, and it's six and a half percent, which uh, for a for a little beer is mm-hmm. pretty pretty decent. Right. Um, and it was promising big things. Um, Azaka, Citra Cryo, and Simcoe. Um, and the more you think about it, you think to yourself, they are not really the hops <laughs> that you would expect for a West Coast. Um, but still promising big things. Um, and it's apparently. Big flavours of tropical citrus and pine are balanced with a satisfying bitterness. Tell you what it is, isn't it? It's uh, <laughs> there's there's no really any tropical. There's no pine. Um, maybe maybe along the lines of a magic tree that's been in your car for about three years. Um, that's kind of the level of pine that we're getting for this. And despite it's despite it's surprisingly hefty, six point five percent. It's a uh, watery, um, oh. to coin to coin the Scottish phrase. It's uh, it's proper watery, and uh, the, the the extremely disappointing thing is that I bought two cans yet. So there you go. Um, yep. So that's me and deepest darkest disappointment. But I'm uh, I'm nearly finished it. I'm not going to pour it down the sink, so it's not that bad. Um, but I'll uh, I'll get onto something a bit better shortly. Oh well. Saddening. Sad. Saddening. Sad thing. Um, Joel, what you got yourself, mate? Uh, I well, I'm trying to uh, fully stay on brand with everything I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. I've impressed myself. Uh, so I'm on Levig. So it's actually from Beer Fifty Two. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping a few people might get it. Don't show your head at Beer. Well, okay, you can, but <laughs> I'm like show your head. There, there have been many times over the last few months where I'm like, I'm just going to cancel the box, but it still keeps on arriving. You keep on getting good offers when you try and cancel as well. So yeah, every once in a while I'll try and cancel, then it'll go Vault City is the next one. I can't I've got to stick in. But um this is actually a decent box so far, a Scandinavian box. So uh, a few of the breweries are in the game and joining the game. Uh, so Lervig, uh, sweet wheat, uh so American wheat beer. Uh, I do quite like with uh, wheat beers, to be honest. Uh, it's 4.5% is about as easy drinking as it gets. It's got a decent bit of body to it. It's kind of like peachy, apricot, mm-hmm. and very smooth. And that, on a summer's day, would be absolutely perfect, to be honest. 
very easy drinking. I'm loving it, uh, which I can't always say for beer for two but, uh, beers, but that's like, well, to be fair, Lerby, you can't really go too far wrong with them and no. they've done it again. And I always love their artwork. Like, yeah, they're the kind of wicked. Yeah, they're always Obviously. proper cool. Proper yeah. nice cans to look at as well. And uh, I'm drinking it out of a, uh, a Valhalla glass from the Netherlands. I'm just going to keep on doing this the whole night. Just That's about as far as I get with um, promoting <laughs> beers and giving tasting sessions. No, it Normally, sounds I good. Go mate. I like it. Happy. Sounds good, mate. It sounds good. Yeah. I, before, I'm going to digress very quickly. Um, so I had a um, the the beer company box. You might have seen yeah. we did the um, I did the video on Twitch and YouTube, and um, it took me uh, so <laughs> tried to cancel it, couldn't find the button after because I got an offer for a free box. I was like, fuck, it, I'm taking it, and. Um, Tried to cancel it, couldn't cancel it. Two weeks, the box arrived. Two weeks later, I could cancel it on the website. It says cancel, so push the button. It says, do you want a phone? No, no thanks. You can do it by email. Right, okay, push. Email, cancel my box, please. Got an email back the three days later saying, no worries, uh, we've seen that you want to cancel your box. If you can just phone this number and you can cancel that way. I was like, what was the fucking point in doing that? <laughs> What's the point in saying just do it by email? So phoned, was on the phone for about half an hour. Yeah, I was, oh, I'll rephrase that. I was on hold for about half an hour before I cancelled it. So, unbelievable, man. <sighs> First world problem. No, they are dicks with that kind of thing. Yeah, mm. I didn't realise that was allowed where they can uh, mess you yeah. about so much in trying to cancel. And it's, he was like, "Oh, the guy was like, oh, well, you can you can pause the box for three months. You can have all the benefits." I was like, "What benefits? <laughs> oh, you can, you can you can get um you can get a next day delivery on your next box." I was like, "I don't want a box." <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the box. And then, oh, the other, I said this to you, Mark, when you came down. So he's like, oh, we're doing an animal theme in the next box. And then um, there's a, a, a brewery in Hong Kong called Quilo who are going to be brewing a beer for us. And I was like, what, that, that beer that gets brewed at vocation, aye? No, it's Hong Kong. It's Quilo. I was like, aye, they brew their beers in, in, at vocation. He's like, shit. I was like, aye, just cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, no pulling the wool over my eyes. Thank you very much. Um, Beer club sorry, will be on the phone later, mate. They'll be on. Um, they'll be, we'll have emails and then like bastards have just trashed our I know, I know. our model. You found thing. the hole. Found the hole. Found the hole. <laughs> uh, like I mentioned, we've got Joe from um, Battle of the Breweries Beer Trading Car Game with us this evening. Really, like I said, looking forward to this conversation. Um, Joe, what is Battle of the Breweries? Uh, I'm going to let Mark explain. Yeah. Right, so basically, oh, no, no. it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> very bad. Um, so uh, we basically I've been doing this pitch for the last four or five days about a million times, and my, my voice has only just come back. Um, so we partner with breweries all across the world. Uh, we are kind of based on nostalgia. We like bringing the community together, bringing new things out, and we're trying to provide a bit of light-hearted entertainment. For everybody within the industry uh, so we produce trading cards for the breweries that we partner with so this season we've got 130 from 30 different countries uh, each of those breweries has a set of five cards made for them and uh, we also have the card game as well so people are able to play with those cards in the card game so uh, as a million and one people have now said to us they've walked over and said oh pokemon for beer geeks 
So that's kind of what the tagline we go with now. So um, we always say Broom All is our little strap part on the back of stuff. So, um, and to be honest, they're not wrong. It is it is literally Pokemon, but beer. So um, we've done like the amount of breweries that we've had so far and the reaction to it all. Uh, we've been probably trading for about three months now. So it's all quite new to us still. But yeah, um, yeah some of the breweries that we have all as part of it and it just shows how much of a community the beer industry is so it's been hugely positive for us of how we've set it all up um all the people getting involved how we've managed to link up with everyone it's just i mean i don't know too many industries where you can go to different businesses that in reality are fiercely competing against each other where they all want to be best friends and help each other as much as much as possible and that runs throughout all of it. So, um, yeah, it's great fun for us because we get to meet all the breweries, but at the same time, it's great fun for the people, well, we hope the people that get to collect it because everything we base on helps the brewery. Uh, it means that you're kind of entertained a little bit more. You get an, another way of connecting with the breweries. Like um, we had a lot of guys coming over to us at Brew London that were buying the packs, shooting off to the breweries because uh, we had Vault City, Heist, uh, full circle and flower horn there going over to those getting them signed by the brewers and by the owners and everything working there you didn't think of that did you oh, oh slapping that. head. painful <laughs> um but it's all stuff like that it's always another way of connecting with everybody and um we're not trying to be pokemon we're not trying to be anything like that we're trying to be beer industry we're just people that love what we do we're not um we don't have favorites we don't try and promote one thing over the other we just love the whole of the industry how it works the yeah. people within it and that's what we're we're doing so um yeah as long as we get to have fun doing it then happy days I, sorry go can i ask just like where did it kind of stem from like where did the idea like pop into your head like i, I get like you know the, like the pokemon thing but like even just to say like we're going to we're going to attempt this, you know, because that would have went through your head a couple of times, I'm guessing. And then how did you go about, like, you're saying 130 breweries. I think that's phenomenal. And especially across 30 countries as well. You know, you're opening, you know, a, a worldwide. How did how did the first couple of steps kind of come about to, like, okay, we're, we're doing this. And who did you reach out to first that was maybe the weirdest brewery that you thought, look, I'm going to ask the question. And they came back and gave you probably a wee bit of confidence to go and ask somebody else, basically. Um, well, I started. Think, I used to live in New Zealand for about four and a half years, and um, I used to live in a place called Queenstown, which is the most incredible place, like beautiful scenery and everything. And they've got a couple of breweries there, um, but everything's very small over there, obviously. Uh, one of which is called Altitude Brewing. Uh, another is called Ground Up Brewing. Uh, so two of those are actually in the box set. Uh, but when I ended up having to leave New Zealand, then they asked, well, Altitude asked if I could try and import beers into the UK. And that was going to be a mammoth task. That was too big for what I was able to do. Uh, and I wanted to own my own company again, because I have my own company there. So I thought, right, I need to create a company. I want it to be within the beer industry. And I want to try and help these smaller breweries try and promote themselves and get out there and let everybody know about them because social media is good but it's just it's everything is going on on social media and it's really hard for um people to kind of stand above each other you've got to pay for it 
if you're in a magazine, then people just look over it. They don't really pay too much attention. And just from living in New Zealand, um, it, if you go in a supermarket in New Zealand, it is wall-to-wall craft beer. It's not like you go here, it's just like you've got your little selection. They have big refrigerated rooms filled with craft beer. And it's just like a sweet shop. It's not like we don't have anything like that here. I'm going to book a um, flight now. Yeah, yeah it is, it's insane. And this is uh, six, seven years ago at least. So well ahead of, of what we're doing. Um, when you go into bars, pretty much every bar, whether it's uh, their version of like Heineken or whatever, they've still got craft beer on. They're still keeping up with that trend. And everyone's playing games. Like they want to do different stuff together. They want to play car games. They want to have a bit of entertainment on the side. So I was kind of thinking like, Everyone's looking at the artwork. Everyone loves that side of it. At the same time, people want to be entertained. They want to play a game. They want to socialize. They want that community kind of thing. And I was thinking like, so what can we do that means that we promote the breweries and people get to kind of enjoy themselves and play and they get to see the artwork. And then it kind of became obvious after a while that putting it on trading cards, letting people collect something, because people do that all the time anyway, beer mats, glassware, all that kind of thing. So why not put it on trading cards? Because then, especially with trading cards, people are finding it, finding out all the information of a brewery, seeing their brand, seeing the can of work. So then the next time they go in somewhere, they're educated about that and they're more likely to go for that over anything else. The other thing is we obviously want to help. Um, well, really, we want to try and benefit the people that are collecting because with card, with trading cards, especially the value of those cards and the collectability is increasing all the time with um, like sports cars and Pokemon, everything like that is going through the roof thanks to grading and stuff like that. So it means that what people are buying is actually tangible and it's worth keeping now. It's not just something you're going to get rid of straight away. So all those things kind of link together. It just made it obvious that it was that that we needed to do. And then we designed, um, originally it was a board game. It was a larger game that we designed, which just is too clunky. It was too big to work in a, like we wanted people drinking, playing it in the tap room and so on. So we refined it, made the car game. And that in the end kind of is how it all spawned. Uh, it took about three years to develop it all. So it wasn't a, just an idea and then go with it. There's a lot of planning. We did all in the foundations of it to figure out how it would work, how brewers are best promoted, how people collect it how the seasons work, all this stuff. So there's a lot of a lot of layers to it that people won't see because everybody will just be collecting cards. But it, it works really well. Um, your question about weirdest breweries to be involved. I mean, the breweries that we've got in the box, we've got 15 in the box. So breweries like Evil Twin, Omnipolo, Northern Monk, Verdon, Overtone, they're all breweries that we contacted really early on with no visuals or cards just an idea that we're going to make a trading card game. Do you want to be in it? And we'll put you as the first breweries in the box. And yeah. those guys came back and said, yeah, sweet, we're in. It's like, shit. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it, didn't it? Okay, is is actually something that people will get involved with then. And I mean, they're not small names. So no. that's obviously something we can be doing. And so I thought, right, we've got that. Let's go with it. Let's see what we can create. And yeah, I mean... To say it's been fun is an understatement. It's just been so good to talk. I, today we've had three breweries join. Two of them I've never heard of before. They've just got in contact. And I just say, like, we love it. This is amazing. We want to have a cars made. 
uh, we want to do all this. Um, we know people will play it. All our fans are going to love it, so we're going to give it to them. And it's just so nice to. We're not egotistical here, but we just like yeah. the fact that we get to help a company. We get to help promote a brewery and help people have fun and connect everyone. It's it's so cool, and that's why you guys have got your own cars now, because that's another step we're trying to take in. Mate, don't even like see it. See it with the first sniff of the potential. I was like, I need this to happen. This is like, the most amazing thing. Like, please, mate. I was like, please. I was like, I don't I'll honestly think I've. Fun. I don't think I've honestly shared and tweeted or posted <laughs> on Instagram more. Like, basically, <laughs> down the podcast page, my own personal page, just sharing it to every person, like in like everywhere basically being like please just vote and i even told them to vote incorrectly which was the funny part because i was like vote <laughs> three times for us didn't vote for anybody else just vote for us basically and then i read the thing and it was like yeah your votes count like once or whatever and i was like fuck it just give us three votes i uh, i was looking through all of it because it's so weird for us because i thought of it's trying to think of ways of involving more and more of the community which is why we kind of reached out with that we want we don't just want breweries to be involved because there's so many people and businesses and everything aside from the breweries that make up the craft beer community or the beer community in general. So it's like, how do we do that? And I thought, right, we'll do head brewers first of all. So we'll have eight head brewers, just like quick little thing. We'll design them a, a character. It'll go on the box. They'll have their little head brewer card. I thought maybe like 15 people or something will try and enter it and get into it. And then we might get maybe 100 votes or something like that. And something like 60 people were nominated for it, and then well over 1,000 votes wow. count for it all. And we're like, okay, this, so this is actually something that people are paying attention to because you never really know who's actually paying attention and who cares. You kind of think, like, we're just small people. We're not really doing that much. Most people don't know about us. So, um, yeah, still all that is just... Great. We got to meet a load of new people. I mean, the fact that we're getting to talk to you guys is partly down to that as well and some of the others. So it just means more and more we get to get out there. And even stuff like uh, when we went to Brew London, some of the guys that were involved in some of the competitions uh, kind of came over to the stand at the same time, bumped into each other. And now, like last couple of days, they've been talking to each other on WhatsApp and getting each other set up with trading cars and doing this stuff. And it's just, yeah. Also, it sounds so silly that it's based on trading cards, but it's those kind of things that we really like and we really enjoy because it's all fun. There's nothing It's simple. There's nothing too overly complicated about it. It's trading cards at the end of the yeah. day, but like you said, it brings everyone together. Like, And it, for a, a, a consumer of beer, like, like Scott, I know you opened the cards, uh, you, you've opened a bunch of the cards as well, but there's one two like i've got some in front of me there's four breweries that i got and i'm like i've never heard of any of these breweries but yeah. i'm like i'm gonna have to like search them granted there's it's like america australia belgium but i'm like i'm gonna have to like see if i can get some of these beers because like it's all it's that thing as well that like, you want to match up like I'm, i've got an unbarred bueno shake shiny yeah and i'm like i'm gonna get a bueno shake i'm, I'm not even gonna drink i'm just gonna put the cup <laughs> right beside it and take a picture fuck that like it's proper cool. Like for me, I I love the kind of trading card aspect of it. Like I collected Pokemon when I was younger, so like fifteen years ago or twenty years ago or whatever it was. Two years ago, last week. Uh, last week. Um, yesterday. Yesterday. I, um. 
but that aspect for me is amazing and like you said it just brings people together it's just such a simple thing and it bright as much the community is already collaborative as it was and you're bringing yeah. out these trading cards it makes it even better like uh, you, you probably end up encouraging or making up some collaborations between breweries you didn't even realize that just be doing trading cards yeah we, we've got breweries doing some uh we, we're going to be working on a few bits of breweries as well whilst we do it but yeah like like i say it's just just fun everyone gets to have fun it's weird that there's nothing really in the market we've had um yeah i i didn't research when i create company uh, create companies when i do anything i don't research anyone else that might be in that part of the market just because i want everything to be a natural idea and yeah you don't want to kind of be tainted by anything anybody else is doing but um i designed it all and developed all the foundations of it and then researched everything after just to see who else is doing something similar and there's nobody else really doing thing people making beer games and then one guy in america had made one game uh, i can't remember what it's called but i'm not going to say because i don't want people to buy it <laughs> Uh, <laughs> rightfully so. Uh, yeah. right. uh, no, I can't actually remember what it's called. It's something American, purely for Americans, and he just put a logo on a couple of the cards, so it didn't really do much towards it. Then there was yeah. um, Hip Hops, which I think came out like five years ago, which was a top Trump's version of um, things. Right. I have to keep on holding my tongue because everybody comes over to us and goes, "Is this top Trump's?" Like it's trading cards, nope. <laughs> right? So like like top Trump's, it's trading cards. <laughs> And I have to explain. Yeah, I keep myself neutral. I never get angry. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> they had something. You, just have a, you should have a sign at the side, just going. I do think of having that sometimes. It's not fucking top trumps. Just having that sign there. <laughs> but I hate bring people in, so I don't mind. Um, yeah, it was hip hop a while ago, but they it was a very. It was. It seemed like a nice guy that owned it first of all, and then I don't know what happened with him because he got a Kickstarter funding, made it, and then this other guy took over and you've got to try and find the hip hops video it is it's one of those ones where you'll waste three minutes of your life mm-hmm. but you'll remember it for the rest of your life <laughs> it's, just, it's the weirdest video in the world it's just this guy wearing jeans and a shirt he's got no socks on and he's dancing around singing how to play hip hops and yeah, it's bizarre. So it's like, um, that, like not YouTube surprising. Gold. Like YouTube. Oh, it is YouTube gold. Um, yeah, I've shown it to a few people, and I've, I've probably watched it about eight times now. <laughs> but again, contributing like, to the view count. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, oh, like I'm just looking through the cards that you you kindly sent to someone. I, I purchased some uh, while I was at Brew London. I can't remember what ones I purchased. I, oh, I remember one that I purchased. But I end up like with a rookie card here from um, an English brew who I've never heard of, called um, Copper Beach Brewing Company. Never heard of them, um, and it's they're going to be one that I'm going to be looking out for. Another one was um, Dog's Window Brewery. Never heard mm. of them, but again, another brew that I'm going to be definitely looking out for because I'm like never heard of these guys, and they're in they're in Wales. Like Dog's Window are trading in Wales at the moment, uh, trending sorry in Wales at the moment. So they're um, they're obviously doing all right. Uh, Copper Beach, I'd have to say give a go. They're based in Kidderminster. They brewed a beer for Kidderminster Harriers. Um, oh, yeah. oh, it was when they were playing, was it Liverpool they were playing? I think it was Liverpool. Yeah, they brewed a special beer for that and had it all designed. And, awesome. Yeah, they're, they're quite a cool brewery. But that's, this that's is exactly the point. Like They're all breweries you've never heard of before. Never heard of. Didn't, didn't have a clue they existed. Girl, going to the cards that you got are like, 
Um, I say you got you got you got everyone's cards and decided to open them all, which is great. I've done exactly the same. Hundred percent. Well, I thought I opened. I made the mistake after a podcast. I'm sure it was after a podcast. Uh, opened like three right. packets or four packets, and it was. Uh, I realised after it, it was, was like, all the mixtures. <laughs> it was all the, all the mixed breweries, and then the other three packets were all Vault City. So I was like, they're going to be oh, the right. same. So <laughs> I was like, I'll just open them and see what ones we got. My favourite ones so far, though, are the the kind of mascots and pets and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. They're the best. So I've got um, a few Louis the Destroyers, um, yeah. which is the dog for the Vault City ones. Yeah, I've got Petrich's um, inanimate carbon rod. Yeah, it's based on the Simpsons. Yeah, they just—they literally just—they. I said, "What's your pet mascot?" They said, uh, "Inanimate carbon rod." It's like, okay, have you got any anything for me to go on there? And they just wrote back and said Simpsons. It's like, all right. So I just had to Google Simpsons, try and find out what they're on about, and then get the illustrator to design that. So, yeah, amazing. I've got. Um, I've also got little critters, uh, Bentley. Yeah, so another dog. Um, which is quite good. And then I even got, for the mixed breweries, I managed to pick up a doubler as well. So I got a doubler of um, old engine oil. Which is in the base, that's in the base set of the game. So good luck trying to get rid of that. Oh, he's got me, don't worry. He's got me. Sorry, I've got Callum and Mark. They've not got any cards. So. Well, there's, one, there's one that you'll probably want, Gil, where you're taking all your, your stout zilla. It's, it's oh, stoutzilla. I've got one. Yep. Um, you got a stout zilla? No, I've got one of them. Oh. The beer. Oh, right. ah, I know you've got the beer. Oh, I gave you the beer. Um, I know. So you can give me the card as my next birthday present. Is that how it's going to work? I've got a few, a few good breweries and stuff as well. I like the pets and mascots. I got... What other breweries did I get? I got Again, I got breweries that I'd never heard of before. Um, the, what did I get? I got two USA ones, a UK... So I got a brewery for the Netherlands, sorry, called Flom. Yeah, really good. Very good brewery. Yeah. Um, I picked up. I got Finn. Yeah. Um, from Sweden. Sweden. Mm-hmm. Well pronounced. I got Rusty Rail. Yeah. Um, Very surprisingly yeah. popular one because people like buying it because it's got a train as the yeah. logo. They don't know who they are. They just go, "It's train as a logo." I love that. Yeah. Train geeks yeah. are everywhere, man. Train yeah. geeks are even worse than beer geeks. I'll be that Francis guy off TikTok. Uh, the yeah. other last one was uh, Ghost Town. Nice. In the US. So, I, I, I bought a pack at Brew London and in my drunkenness coming back on the train with you, um, Delk, opened the pack and I was like, oh, they're cool. Didn't take much notice. The next day I had a proper look. Ended up with like this proper bad boy, a full art. Tell me about the, Talk me through full art and why that's so rare. Why I'm buzzing I've got it. So full arts, um, they are the ultra rare cards. Um, yeah. Did a really good job of that face as well. That was sexy. That, that's been enjoyed. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so only twenty two breweries entered a full art card, so they're a bit more bespoke. Uh, so they are cards that are designed by uh, people within the community that design. Um, anything to do with beer. I mean, they might just be people that just like doing photography of beer and kind of doing a little bit of graphical art, something like that. So we have a load of those people if they'd like to design a full art card based on the the can's design. So they did that. Uh, 22 
breweries uh, put themselves forward to have full art cans designed, cards, sorry, designed. So it means that every one in five mixed brewery packs, you get a full art card. So they're not very easy to find at all. Uh, especially yeah, if you're going to try and find 22 of them. That's a fair few packs to open. Yeah, and I've got number nine. Yeah, we've got... Um, not that he's going to be listening to this. We've got we've got quite a few regulars, we'll call them, that buy a lot of packs. Uh, we've got one guy in the Netherlands, Emil. Um, he, oh, how many has he bought? He's in his hundreds for how many packs he's bought quite comfortably. And he's managed to find um, Altier's, uh, Altier are a Dutch brewery. They were actually represented at Brew London. They've got the owl as the logo. Um so it's found there for a lot, but Merslutal is the big one for the Netherlands to try and find. And he's still not he's found. He's incredible it. as well. Yeah, oh, unreal. They're, they're very um, kind of stout, yeah. friendly, and very impressive with what they do. Um, yeah, he's still not found that one. So if you found that one, you can make a pretty penny of selling that one to a meal. I'm buying five packs tonight then. <laughs> <laughs> How does the... Uh, excuse my ignorance again back to the disclaimer how does the game work so other than like so if i had obviously i, I have one card because i haven't received my packs from scott yet you've lost then 100 lost so does that just basically mean my well my one cards are super shiny so i think that does all right but how do you like is it as simple as i have this card you have that card i like your card you like my card we'll switch or is there actual like rules to the game? And is it looking at me as if I'm like got like four eyes here? <laughs> you're, just, you're, just talk, you're just talking about trading cards. Let's just talk about trading That's cards. the name of the game, mate. I'm sorry, but I'm being like <laughs> you. You, you, never have, you clearly never I'm have a, Pokemon as a child. No, it's unreal, unbelievable. Sorry. I'm, I'm usually a very dry, sarcastic person. I'm trying to hold off. Being no, go for it, mate. Give it to me as tight as you can give it. Like honestly, I'm 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 more than aware that. I have obviously <clears throat> messed up. No, you, you make up about 80% of the uh, population, so I'm not, I'm not going to criticise you. I'm going to keep it open. But the, um, the trading card game, so there's two layers to it. So you've got the cards where you can just collect all the cards if you wanted. You'd have to play it as a game. But you've got the trading cards, and then you've got a card game where you can buy everything. Uh, well, you get the card game box that comes with everything you need to play the game. So it comes with 15 breweries trading cards in there. And uh, it comes with all the different things like action cards, glassware cards, ABV percent, all the little bits that you need to start off the game. So we made it so it can be played in tap rooms and bars and everything. You can be drinking. It's not a difficult one to learn. We, want a get, we wanted a game where it's one of those ones where you just set everything up and then just start playing and it becomes obvious. So uh, the premise of it is, Everybody blind picks a uh, brewery card. The brewery card shows the logo of the brewery, a bit of information. It also shows the pet and mascot that belongs to that brewery. And you keep that a secret. So nobody at any point should ever know what you've got in your hand or what you're trying to collect. So you are the new co-owner of that specific brewery. So say, for example, if I pulled Lervig, then now I know that I'm making a tap room for Lervig. I've got to try and find the beers. I've got to try and find the pet and mascot going to try and find all of these things that connect to my brewery to make mine the best so the more things you connect the more popularity points you get uh, so the next thing you'll pick up is an abv percent card 
So that tells you what your fan's favourite ABV percent range is. So it could be like three to six or nine to 12 or something within that range. Yeah. Um, and then you'll get a pet mascot. So it'll be a random one. Everything is blind pick. You don't know what you're going to get. Uh, so you'll pick a pet mascot. If it belongs to your brewery suite, you're going to get points. Otherwise, you've got to try and get rid of it and find yours at some point. Uh, same with the three beer cards that you pick up at the start. So they might connect to your brewery. Uh, they might be something that connects with your fans favorite ABV percent range. And then finally a bit of glassware. And if the glassware links to your beer cards, then it'll also gain you points. It sounds a bit confusing, but when you've got the cards in your hands, it's, it's reasonably straightforward. So you'll turn over action cards. So everybody takes it in turn. The action cards will explain what to do. So that's what I mean. You just literally pick out the card, set yourself up, take an action card and you're away. Job done. Um, so you might take one that says uh, stock a new beer. So you're going to grab a new beer from the beer card pile. Maybe it was something, it'll be something that's useful to you. It might not be. Um, then you can get another one called Sneaker Peek. So you can look at three cards from the, uh, I always, I, was, I normally got weird accents when I say Sneaker Peek. Whenever we, whenever someone picks it up, I don't know why, that card, everyone goes Sneakity Peekity or like, <laughs> it's just one of those ones that everyone pronounced weirdly. Uh, but you can take the look at, uh, take a look at um, the pet mascot pile or the glassware pile or the beer car pile. Top three cards on the top of the pile. Have a look at them. If you need one of those, you can keep it. And again, it may benefit your points. Uh, there is Thief, where you can call out a person around the table and you can choose to try and steal something from them. So you can say, right, um, you can try and be... Sometimes you've got to be a bit kind of sneaky because you don't necessarily want people to know what you're collecting because they'll try and hold your cards yeah. and try and screw you over. Mm -hmm. um, so you might say... You might just go for it, say, like, if you've got a Lervig card or a Lervig beer, I want it. So they have to give you that card if they've got a Lervig. Otherwise, I'll say no, and you've got to move around and play starts again. Uh, and then finally, you've got Battle. So Battle is the kind of top trumps uh, style of things. So um, the person that's attacking, you'll choose a person around the table and you'll pick one of your beers out. So the person with the highest ABV percent on that beer card wins or you attack them with the release date. So if your release date is an early date in comparison to theirs, then you'll win as well. So the defending person doesn't know which of those two you're going to attack with. You've just got to think, right, I've got to pick a card, one, uh, one beer that's either got a high ABV percent or a low release date to try and defend myself. So the attacker will go, right, ABV percent is 11 if yours is higher than theirs, then you get to steal a beer or a pet mascot or a glassware, something they hold from their brewery. So if you know that they've got their pet mascot, you, you could be an arsehole. You, you don't steal, steal the beer. You don't steal the beer card. You steal the pets and the mascot. Yeah, you can steal a beer card. It's not necessarily the one they choose. It's at random. So, yeah, you've got to try and figure out what they're doing, how they're doing it. Screw them over, but at the same time, keep yourself in control and find what you need. The better you do, obviously, the better chance of winning. Uh, the game will end. Yeah, it's just super simple to play. And um, it's one of those ones where you don't realise how tactical it is, how many layers are. You, every game will always be different. You never know which brew you're going to be. You don't know which beers you're going to pick up. It's, right. it's impossible to have the same game twice. Um, 
so people are always trying to figure it out and it, i've played it so many times already with so many different people you just see like the cogs wearing going i don't be tactical here and like i'm gonna be an arsehole i'm gonna screw you over and you just see people gang up on each other and after like three four beers people are just getting rowdying and like swearing at yeah, each other i can, and I can imagine and, after like four or five beers like fuck you don't take my fucking beer yeah <laughs> it gets proper competitive we have tournaments uh we do have like games nights and tournaments and all that stuff it is a really good game to be playing for that because people do get really competitive we had um as part of our kickstarter campaign launch uh last august we held a tournament whenever it's the nottingham craft beer festival that's when we hold our tournament yeah uh, we released Kickstarter on the same day. And that final table, um, they sort of knew each other, the guys. It was four guys that got to win the end of it, but they were just doing like tequila shots and just doing, like <laughs> drinking shitloads of beers and down and everything. They're just getting shitty with each other, just like swearing at each other and getting really pissed <laughs> off. But that's, to be fair, that's what we want in the game. We want people to have a reason to kind of not argue. It's never arguing. Right. It's always like that friendly banter, but we want that. You don't want like something subdued and like, we, as, as I keep on saying to people when they come around, is like we wanted that monopoly style thing of where you want to punch a relative yes. at the end of the game. So, yeah, we want all that. It's entertaining, isn't it? So, it is really fun to get <laughs> trying to think of these tactical ways of doing everything, thinking they're like, was, like literally when you were saying it, that, like, the first thing that came to my head is like monopoly. Like, yeah, when, I play, when we so play monopoly, we, it's like the rules kind of go out the, the window. And, board. And, <laughs> yeah, and, like, you're, you're just you're. You end up landing on someone's square and you're like, like you're auctioning your own stuff off. You're like, you're right, just... okay, I'm going to sell this. And I'm auctioning it. Who wants to buy it? And then some somebody goes seven ten, and they even got seven hundred ten pounds. Like, aye. Uh, it sounds like somebody I know. Yeah. It's another game where nobody actually knows the rules. <laughs> well, exactly. Oh, it's like Uno. Uno is so simple, but nobody actually knows the proper rules of no, Uno. They, no, they don't. Like my family have their own rules. Uno rules. Yeah. Um, there's uh, uh, there's Baxter's Uno rules, which are um, cutthroat rules. Yeah. Like you, you get kicked out of the room. Cutthroat Uno. Oh, mate, you need to be sober for cutthroat for Baxter Uno because it's just it's I. Um, <laughs> it's not even. I don't know. <laughs> you can literally. Yeah, Street version of Uno, that's that's scary. Tons of like streets of rage or some shit like that. Mark thought a game of dominoes on a Tuesday at the the local was uh was cutthroat enough. No, I know. (laughs) I've got to admit though, like for someone like I was said before, like never played anything. Like it does sound like it's something when you're describing it, Joe. I'm like, I kind of want to play, like, and it was such like you say a laugh just sitting around the table. You're talking about beer anyway. You're drinking beer anyway, so yeah. like, why not just like talk? It's better, like for me, like see the you're trying to fuck people over. Like, oh, mate, hundred percent. I'm on. Oh, and like, I'll be like Carl going. I need vote sitting. You'll be like, I ain't getting that shit. <laughs> I'm I had a game the other day. I can't remember who I was playing it with, but I mean, for the person that created the game, I am woeful at winning games. So I, I can't believe how many I've lost. <laughs> Uh, but I was playing one the other day because I know, especially in the card game box, I know all the breweries, I know their ABV percent, I know their release date, I know that if you're attacking somebody and you call that out, it's like, right, I know what beer you've got now, that's one of mine, I'm going to be after you next. Yeah. And uh, I got like halfway through the game and at one point you, um, in this uh, season it's called Brewer Beer, but uh, next season it's called Lock-In Beer. So yep. uh, when you get that card, you turn a beer face up on the table and that's now locked in you can't 
lose it, nobody can steal it, you can't battle with it, it's just now locked in. That sort yeah, of yeah. way, potentially, who you are. It might be somebody else's beer around the table, in which case they've got to be poker-faced and they're saying, you're a fucking arsehole and just not say anything. <laughs> I was going for a while and I, the first person that brews three altogether, that's when the game ends and then everybody kind of collates all the points. But I put two down and two of them were from Overtone and then another person around the table put their first one down and it was the the shiny overtone it was like he, he wasn't playing it very quick he's like yes i got my beer down i was like i'm sitting there thinking i don't want to give it away it's a bit obvious what i've got but I, was like, I don't want to give it away but that's my beer and he needed a bit of help because it was his first time playing so this guy uh, there were too many people playing so this guy was like i'll oh, help him i looked at him i was like are you sure that's his beer he's like yeah, I've looked at his car. That's his beer. I was like, how can, how can I have that? And then I turned mine over and I was harvesting. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I played half a game and I was thinking of a different brewery. I was like, right, twice. <laughs> 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 it's just that point where now I just flick a card over really quickly, just see what I've got. I was like, right, now I already know what I've got. I just memorise it. And I just looked at the nationality <laughs> of it. I hadn't properly looked at the card. So, yeah. Um, bumped. Um, you mentioned obviously season one there. Um, we're looking forward to obviously season two and um, the podcast and the community cards being in there and our card being in there Woo-hoo! with the brave noise emblem. I appreciate that by the way. That's um, that's really awesome. Cool. Oh, so happy, very happy to have it. Absolutely there? awesome. Think... We've got Marikai joining as well, so hopefully, um, they're adding uh, brave noise. I didn't mention it to them, I think they're kind of already doing that anyway. I don't think I needed to mention that, but. I reckon they're going to add the brave noise there. I think it's a wicked thing. It's it, like for like for for you to put it on on the cards. I think it just keeps that con. one keeps that conversation going, and for us, like it's uh, just to have the card anyway is wicked. Um, so like so you met season two will be starting. Um, so tell us about the kickstart and what what you've got other than going around that. Yes. So uh, every year, every season, we're running a kickstart campaign. So. As we are a very, well, I say a small company, you are looking at the company right here. Uh, it's just me that does everything. Um, although I have Simon that does the illustration and Dan that does some of the stuff as well, and they are phenomenal people. So hopefully they'll listen to that because they deserve a massive shout-out. They are incredible. Um, but yeah, every year we, um, we do our Kickstarter campaign. It's basically a way of people pre-ordering all the games, all the cards, and getting some really cool bonus goodies on the side of it you wouldn't be able to get outside of Kickstarter. So last year, uh, last season, we raised, I think it was about £15,500 for the game to get it all produced, which was incredible. Like Tons of support for it, and we're really happy, considering we had probably about 1% of the budget that some of the guys on Kickstarter have got to try and get this funded. So happy with it. Um so yeah, we'll stick it all in Kickstarter. You'll be able to see all of the breweries that have joined. And we've had about 70 new breweries join so far. Some of them will keep. So we're looking at around 200 breweries from about 35 countries uh, this season. So you'll be able to pre-order their cards. Uh, you'll get um, some... So the head brewer cards, there'll be holographic versions of those. So those will be Kickstarter only, uh, as well as a couple of other bits. Um yeah, uh, any support from the 12th of June through to the 12th of July would be incredibly welcome because that is how we produce everything. That's how we make everything bitter, uh, bigger, better, bolder. 
and how we add more and more stuff to it and get it to become a cooler and cooler thing. It's all supported by the community. That's how we do it. Um, and yeah, that's basically what Kickstarter is. So then by December, uh, late November, December, we'll have everything arriving at our front door and then we'll get it all shipped out and sent out to everybody by Christmas. So they've got some uh, fun little presents they're able to start the collection. That's cool. It's it, For me, I, the whole thing's awesome for myself. I, I think it's amazing. It's right up my street. Right, right up at my... Beer, trading cards, trading anything, collecting stuff. Like, I absolutely love it. Um, we know it's not for everybody. I mean, there are a lot of people that don't necessarily connect with it. Um, so I think... <laughs> There's, there's a good couple of people on here that are the type of people that don't necessarily connect with it or aren't familiar with it. It's a lot, a lot of it's based on nostalgia. So if you used to do that kind of thing, then the nostalgia definitely helps. Like we had, um, we do get quite a few people coming over to us, calling us assholes when, uh, when they first come over purely because they're pissed off that they're going to lose a lot of money on, uh, <laughs> buying trading cards. And one guy just walked over, he just literally walked over, didn't say a word, just stuck his middle finger up at me and went, 10 packs. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. And then he walked away. Right? <laughs> see, the thing is, like, see, if, you're, if, you've, if you've been, if you've done the Pokemon and you collect Funkos or whatever it is, like, that aspect of not knowing what you're going to get and the potential of getting something amazing is... People just, keep on saying that things they're not collectors, but they are, because everybody wants to try a different beer. They want to rate it on yes. untap. They want to do all that. So I just come out of the closet. Exactly. exactly. There. That, that's always that's always been my problem with with the whole sort of trading things and and all that kind of. I mean, I'm 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 not one for like gambling. You know, going to spend yeah. a fiver on a pack and you know because my luck's always shit. You know, like the, the <laughs> <clears throat> we spoke earlier on about those football the football characters with the big heads. You know, I think I probably, I think I probably bought about seven or eight of those, and I think I got about three of the same guy. Um, oh, I, think I, I think I got about three Ryan Giggsies, and <laughs> and that was that was kind of it, you know. So yeah, but but no, I totally appreciate the, the angle, and and I think it's a great idea, particularly for tap rooms and stuff to have the game and and to have it there, you know, for people to play. Um, you know, most most places you go now, they've got a sort of stock of of. Uh, board games and and that whole board game scene's been through a, a massive revival as well you know so it's, it's definitely something that people are going to be into even even people that don't necessarily want to go out and collect the cards too much it's, it's something fun that you can do in a tap room and you know it opens up discussions about breweries and beers and yeah. and all that kind of stuff it's brilliant it's an easy market material for these for all these breweries isn't it like oh sorry they don't, they don't pay anything to be involved in the game they, they have the option of add-ons, which is yeah. like really rare cards and doing other stuff. But because of, um, like for us, we need to charge because obviously it's marketing, it's producing it all. It, it costs us a lot of money to be able to do it all. And I, yeah. this is my full-time job. I don't pay myself doing it. I just live off the bare minimum I can find anywhere. Um, for breweries though, because they went through the whole of COVID and they had all the issues, they don't really have the marketing. They're trying to kind of, get back on their feet and they just need ways of getting themselves out there. So our, one of the big ethos for us is that everybody is level. There is no, in our world, there is no brewery that is better than another one. Some are young, they're starting out. They just need the support to try and get there. Some are massive and they 
generate tons of money for one reason or another because they've done well for themselves. But in our world, everybody should be marketed exactly the same. And for the person finding out about them, we don't want anybody to think something is better than the other. We want everybody to think, right, I've seen this, I'll go try it. We're not going to input our view on it. We're not going to say, this beer is all right, but this one's fucking amazing. Try that one. It's like everyone should try everything. Try everybody's beer. Give them all a go. See what they're all about. Aye, definitely. Um, yeah. Like you said, the brew isn't like a level playing field. Um, but if you listen to podcasts, like Beerford's podcast, the best. Just in. Oh, every podcast does it. They all talk. They yeah, that's part of it. You you want to kind of educate someone. You if anyone wants to help us um, get a shiny, go to patreon.com forward slash. It's uh, four hundred grand, and then we'll use the shiny. <laughs> But it's something we're, we're sort of looking into. Um, I've got a million and one things to be cracking on with and breweries joining left, right and centre. But I do want to I do want to do like shiny cars and just fun little things for guys like yourself where, I mean, the good thing is you or some of you understand what trading cars are and obviously like the shiny aspect and all stuff like that kind of it's just fun and it's entertaining and we want to kind of help with that. So we are going to be looking at how we increase our shininess. Like when I knew you were going to brew London and then you were, you were, you were giving it the limited edition shiny brew London car, I was like, and you know where I'm going straight away. Like, I'm not one of those bad boys. Um, yeah, yeah, we... all about the shinies for me all about shinies I'm going to go back to the fact that I've never done it but the fact that there was a limited edition card available I couldn't like there's like, no way and I'm thinking like you know I've got I've got it here and I'm thinking the game wouldn't be too bad and because I'm like Mate, the I'm the opposite fun, to Cal- no but I'm the opposite to Callum like he's saying he's no one for like if if, I, if there's a, a hint of like a wee bit of a wee bit of a gamble of there might be a wee shiny in that pack, I'll be like, oh, I could just buy ten and maybe see, and and then like two weeks time, my like, wife see, will be on the no, phone. You must have done. You must have done the the football stickers and that. Oh, but the thing is, so you know, like every year, every World Cup or that, I still buy the Panini sticker book. I do like, as well. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. I, I still do. You've never completed them, did you? Buy, like, I know. I've never done it. <laughs> thing with no. the, the people, it's the with the, now you've got, and it's no. not remarkable by any stretch of the imagination, but the spending power to be able to go into like. It used to be the old RS McCall's, eh? You were about to say RS McCall's. Now bend. RS McCall's. Saved. Saved. You could go in and say, like, how many? It used to be like, can I afford to get two packets? Aye. And still have enough for a sweetie, obviously. Yeah. For somebody or like get me. your lunch. Yeah. Somebody like myself. <laughs> can I still afford well, to get a, chewing a, a sweetie yeah. or something like that? And I, all that kind of stuff. Or am I just going to go with the chewing gum? But now you, you've got technically got the power to go in there and say, see that whole box? Just give me the whole box. <laughs> mm. <laughs> My mate. And you know, fine well though, walking out that you still wouldn't have, it still wouldn't have let you complete it. You'd still be reaching. You'd still end up with packets upon packets. I was in, uh, I was in Hong Kong. 
one of the years when the World Cup was on. I can't remember who we were playing, but I was walking around Hong Kong and I was trying to get my, I always get the World Cup sticker book, like you say, never completed it, but I refused to just go and go online and buy the cars, yep. uh, the stickers that I need. I've got to be able to collect them. Yep. I was walking around Hong Kong and walked in this shop. And they got the World Cup Panini stickers. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. I looked at it. I was like, I can afford a whole box. <laughs> but in the UK, that's about like 10 packs or something. But I just bought the whole box. I just pointed to the guy. I was like, can I have the, the box of stickers? So I was there on... Uh, well, I was there like between going to Australia and there's me just sitting in my room instead of uh, going out and seeing the giant Buddha, just getting on my stickers. The thing is, like, so I'm, I'm the captain flip flop at his finest here, eh? Because I'm like totally rescinding <laughs> everything that I'm saying because, like, like I, my mum, my even now, is like the World Cup comes on and she's like, have you got have you got the book? And I'm like, <laughs> I've got the book. And then, actually? Aye, and then she's like, and then she comes down for like if you were done, like when she pops in for dinner and she always she brings like stickers. My, my ma comes in with like a wad of packs of stickers. Like <laughs> and, and I'm just like, ah, oh, sweet. This is what happens. Like there's no, no you say that you go, Oh sweet, you're like, fuck yes. Honestly. <laughs> So this is the thing, no kids, no dogs or anything, so there's no animals Aye, or anything. No, that... no kids, no dogs, adult money. Adult money, exactly. And you're just like... Fucking dangerous is what it is. Aye. <laughs> Living the dream. No wonder he's just in the state of San Callum. What's wrong with my beer fridge, mate? It's full, it's mate. It's full. Oh, mate, aye. There's probably a bit, I think... Uh, I the worst thing is, I forgot... I... You, you gave me you gave me beer when you came down. I, there were tons here I was meant to give you, which I forgot. I'll just need to drink it. Sorry. You just ship it up. Fuck no, that. Team. Bye. No, I, I totally get it. I do. I really you could like. Get in really quick, couldn't you? You'll be making space. You'll be making space because those thirty-seven or twenty-seven beers that you got from Real London, Miguel and I have got to get our cut of that surely. So. No, not at all. No, you just had the option to drive down or fly down. We had tickets for these. Did you sell them? No, we're fired. No. You never invited any like, loyal I, followers or I did. I, I, I invited. So somebody was coming and not coming last minute. Uh, uh, realised Bart was gone. Well, well, I think it was more of a case of they realised it was it was craft beer all day and they drank Carlin, so <laughs> it might be a waste of time, which is fair enough. Uh, uh, little did they know the cleanest, crispiest lager in the world? Crisp- was available. <laughs> Read it. Game. 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 I can't honestly can't get over how good that lager was. Genuinely, it was. Yeah, Carling awesome. actually rejected being in the game, which was uh, pricks. A bit disappointed with. Oh, that's it's totally on. Bad. I knew they weren't going to join. I was quite impressed they replied there. I actually think that's a win in your part, <laughs> like the fact that they declined. Who is it? So who other than Carling then? Give another. Can we guess? Try and guess another big brewery that that was contacted that knocked back. Right. I can touch. I is, it, is, it a, is it a craft brewery that rejected it? Yeah, they, they're uh, plenty. Probably they're so pretty much all American. Um, okay. So you won't know them. They're, they're usually quite small. Well, the larger American breweries don't usually do anything. It's very hard to get American breweries involved. They're very, um, they don't like their brand being used for stuff. And having said that, two American breweries joined today. But 
Yeah, Gilroy's quite adapted at your American breweries. Fire, go fire Aye, you would just need to go and you would. It's wondering who's going to get back in touch with you. It's the like big boys you say, should be looking at though, wouldn't it? So it's really like you want a trillium in there. Trillium, you want... right. yeah, trillium flat out don't don't want to no, be. No, in that's not their scene. Because, um, yeah, Allegra's probably not their scene either. Yeah, to be honest, there's, there's probably been about ten over the last two years that have said no, they don't want to be in it. And four of those are in it this season. Well, there you go. Uh, so, a good conversion rate. There's a little flip back. Yeah, I think I think it's just one of those things where they've realised it's a natural thing. It's not just me going, oh, I make some trading cards, and yeah, but it's it's a real business that's been made out of it. And it's real marketing for them, and it's it's a real thing. So I think duration was one of the ones that. Um, I I think one of the owners wanted to be in it, but the head brewer did not want to be in it. Mm. Um, and they're in it this year. Alpha Delta originally said no, but they're in it. Crossover Blendery originally said no, but now they're in it. Uh, in it. Um, those, those, that, those like flip flops, those captain flip flops. I would like to see, um, headed by M- Marcus Hobbs there in the, the bottom left of my corner. <laughs> um, that must give you confidence on, make you like realize it. What what I've got here is 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 proper. It's good. People are interested. If breweries are flip flopping on it, like. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't give up on a brewery as well. I try and um, like just going to Brew London was amazing because I send, I've probably sent about 2,000 emails out and the vast majority weren't replied because they're insanely busy. I have absolutely no, no problem with them not replying. I know how busy they are. Um, but then just going to Brew London, I was walking around kind of chatting with all of them. And then they were going, yeah, yeah, we've pretty much finished all of it. We're, we're expecting to send it in a couple of days. You have all the information. I was like, oh, I didn't, uh, I had no idea. Like okay. going over to Tiny Rebel, I was thinking, pretty decent brewery. They're one of those kind of breweries where it has to go through a lot of people yeah, to be able yeah. to be confirmed. And the bigger the brewery, the harder it is for us to get there. Mm-hmm. I just walked over to Tiny Rebel. I made a little bit of a mistake. If I went over there first of all, after the end of the first night on Friday, and they were packing up, and I was like, "Is uh, is Dorsey here?" And one of the, I thought one of the guys said, "Oh yeah, he's just he's just drunk a pint, like down a pint. Might be a bit pissed, but they're just there." And there was a guy and a girl talking together. I thought he said he, so straight I was like, "Oh, so you Dorsey?" And then the girl was walking off. He's like, "No, no, I'm I'm Dave. I work here." It's like, "Oh, he's like that's Dorsey." I was like, "Fuck, it's the girl." But yeah, um, oh, screwed up. That's that's not the entrance you want to make, is it? Not a good start. Yeah, I was talking to her because ha- she said that she was interested in being in it, but then I hadn't heard anything after. Uh, we usually do a follow up email, and then yeah. by the third email, usually then brewers get involved. Um, I spoke to her. She said, "Yeah, yeah, we've got everything. We're just waiting to do the video. We filled out all the information. We're doing this bit of this bit of this bit." I was like, "Oh shit, okay." It was really nice, like hearing that people are actually involved in it. And most of the breweries there had already heard of us. And so many have got back to us over the last couple of days saying, like, we want to be involved. How do we get everything done and be in it? And they're seeing it's real. So it's really good. And Brewdog, Jesus Christ, Brewdog are impossible to get hold of. Like nobody responds to anything. Question, James is a bit busy question. in fairness. So. No, James is rather yeah. busy. Do you, do you busy want Brewdog? Filming- well, James is busy with something else. <laughs> James is busy planting trees. James, James is busy giving up fifty percent of 
is is profit sure that is as soon as i saw that i was like that is overkill trying to claw your way back into things that is i mean there are ways of doing it that is just gonna please love me love me love me please love me i'm doing it it's also cobblers it's the same as everything else it looks good on the outside and then when you start to delve down and underneath it it doesn't take you very long to find that it's still the same turd wrapped in a different foil yeah yeah unfortunately (laughs) that is how a business that size works which is we know that um brewdog are saying they are going to join which is massive for us because again it gives us that thing of it is an actual thing that people are joining. But yeah, it has been quite Martin was there. Thing. Martin was at Brew London. Was yeah, it wasn't uh, Martin that I originally spoke to. It was Kirsten, uh, I think I spoke to, but she said I, I her remember, and Martin. Um, in my drunken haze, going to the bathroom, walked past the brew dog bit, and I was like, oh, that's Martin Dickey. And I carried on in the bathroom, I was like, Except you didn't Kenny's name at the time. No, no I didn't know Kenny's name because I, 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 t- I sent you a picture. Of that. Is that a complete? Like, this is Brudog. the other guy for Brewdog, but I didn't Kenny's name. Who is it? And, and I came back. I came back. Well, I was like, after the girl, I was like, that's fucking Martin Dick. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway. Yeah, I missed him. Yeah, it's it's been going around our head of do we, don't we, do we, don't we, but we're kind of put it out. We don't like some of the stuff, the culture, obviously, that has been happening obviously that's pretty deplorable and we're we're not exactly supportive of that but the thing that Brewdog aren't going anywhere no well the thing that changed our mind and made us want to because originally we did say no no way we're not going to touch it a bit like we were a bit cautious about McKellar Um, but in the end the amount of Brewdog staff and the amount of Brewdog fans that were saying they want to be in the game they want to have the trading cards, they want to be able to collect it. We thought, for the sake of one guy, yeah, I know he's at the top, True. which is frustrating, but for the sake of one guy, we shouldn't stop all those people being no, able to do stuff. So that's why, in the end, we said, yeah, we will still... We didn't feel like it was respectable to just say uh, no to the staff. We've, and we've, we've, said, that, and we've said that... Not recorded, but we said Brewdog aren't going anywhere after all that stuff that came out. There's such a big oh, not, not going anywhere. No, um, just because of what happened. So, like, I, I agree with you. Like, it's worth having on for you guys. Like, it makes it a bigger. It makes like it's, having Brewdog in, in it would be a catch as well. I think yeah, yeah. I've got to admit, I was fucking through the your website just now when you were kind of chatting because I was like, I wonder who's on just for if I can see. It's the whole, can I see who's available if I can buy packs from them and take it that way? But honestly, the the amount of breweries like that you've got on there, and you say some really big-hitting breweries across the whole of the world. You know, we've got like Evil Twin are in there. You know, you've got Garage Beer that are in there from Spain and Barcelona and all that. And, you know, it's just, it's really wicked to see, like you say, we, we're all, like you say, part of an industry. And even getting a hold of some of these breweries' beers is hard enough. You know, yeah. it's really difficult to get, you know, Evil Twin over here or Garage or whoever it is without, like, paying through the nose. And sometimes just, even if you've got the card and feeling that you're still part of it and getting, you know, to know a little bit more about the brewery without 
tasting the beer directly and thinking, right, you know what? That beer does sound amazing. I'm I'm it's actually going like, to go see, and like, buy. Aye, it's that thing, see when you read the, if you read the card and you're like, oh my god, that sounds phenomenal. Exactly. That, I'm buying it. We had people coming over to us in Brew London going, I found this card on the table. It sounds amazing. Can I have it? It's like, no, no, we, we just do trading cards. They're like, so do you not have the beer with you? It's like, no, no, just, <laughs> just trading cards. No, they're not. You're not hey, we strap every, every card yeah. gets strapped to a beer. Yeah, we've got 170 yeah. breweries behind this little, tiny little stall. Can you yeah. see all the taps? No, there's an idea. That's an idea. Well, that's it. That's if you have a idea. package in beside your uh, your wee, um, six pack or whatever it is you buy at your at the for the brewery or whatever, if you buy a once you got up to a certain amount, you could get a, something. Gavin is a big proponent of uh, stickers inside his oh, box for wherever he's ordered beer for, and I must admit I'm kind of the same. I quite like a sticker and a a wee card yeah. or a, a beer mat or whatever, like you were, you were mentioning, Joe. So a card or two. And beside your, uh, like the, what used to be, Vault, was it, it was Vault City's thing, wasn't it? That yeah. you used to get the sweeties. Refreshers. Uh, yeah. Haribo yeah. and refreshers living in inside your box. And they did that even with beer shops, which gave them the, the guys in the bottle shop something to eat when they were packing, like putting the, the beers away <laughs> on the shelves. Um, so something like that, if you opened up your box and got, instead of a beer mat or whatever, you got a couple of cards thrown in, would be ideal. I mean, yeah, we're working with a few brewers and those kind of ideas. I know Wild Beer, um, Wild Beer are joining season two, and for the six hundred that again the December box, uh, they're getting training cars with it that match some of the beers in there. They're awesome. also doing the um, they're doing the celebration. I think it's ten year celebration, so they're having a, a special ten year celebration card made, so that will go in the box as well. Um, buying that, buying that. Yeah, there's a few, there's a few, um, a few of them doing it. I think Amundsen, uh, Amundsen are joining next year. They're going to be in the actual card game box, but they're doing something similar. Uh, Vol City, I think, adding the two new uh, core range beers. I think that we're trying to work out with them how we see what you need to do. do with that sort of thing. We'll see what we really good. Like, if we get a picture of Joe. <sighs> He's not a head brewer, he's not even <laughs> he's not even close, but he's like the the Fault City's lockdown hero because he went for my like sexy pose. Just uh, oh, he Joe was... and a Joe would be totally go for sexy pose. I'm going like the Um so Joe went for manager of a tap room to not having any job to being delivery driver for lockdown beers to Actually, working at the brewery to brew in his own beer, I think, which he brought to, he brought it to brew, brew, brew London. London. So that's he's the he's a proper kind of locked. If if anybody managed to turn things on a bit during lockdown, it was oh, uh, yeah. young Joe. Um, aye, that, that would be, he would that be a he would be a lockdown funny. hero for sure. That would be hilarious. Absolutely, we didn't even get a few nominations. I feel, I feel, I'm, I'm actually sad about brew London because we never got a chance to. Taste Joe's no. beer. We had left before he put it on. Slightly sad. They talk about Vault City, Joe. That's, yes. Yes. Vault yes. yeah, yes. that. City. So that's uh, that's uh, Vault City card signed by Joe. Signed by no. Joe. Oh, that, that's that's worth about ten grand right away. With yeah, so they kept mine in the packet and got them. That's the competition we've currently got going on. So we've got Vault City heist. Full circle and flower horn. So, and if um, people and if people are going, I would love a, a signed, signed uh, by 
the brewers and the owners. A sign back Joe. from from Joe. Where the, 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 is it? The Instagram page to get to get involved in the competition. It is, yeah, yeah. Just uh, mention four breweries you'd like to see in the game for season two, and you're in the competition. Perfect, perfect. Oh, that's easy. More reason, more reason. Right, gents, uh, a wee game. First time in a long while, actually, and yeah. not not the, the card game, fortunately. Um, I was going to say, how are you going to work that? You know, no, I know, I know, it's slightly hard, but I, I did I'll come. Panicking something. a little bit then, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 off the off the battle of the breweries, so I thought I would um, pair a couple of breweries together, and you can tell me who wins out of the how many I've done. I've done I've done four matchups uh, of breweries. Tell me who wins out of the these four matchups. So, Battle of the Breweries, uh, Beer Fridge Podcast style. Uh, here we go. We're going to start off with um, Dea versus Verdant. Who has got your vote? Who wins? Uh, Marcus Hobbs. Verdant. Oh, really? That's I, have I tell you why? Or? Oh, you can if you want. Um, you can always elaborate. You know, it's real beer, real brew, real beer. Uh, that <laughs> whole slogan. Uh, I think even though Tori will disagree and she added them in, I think they are a little bit more versatile than Dea and I think their new sort of beers are a little bit more exciting than another generic paleo. Ooh, fair play. Shots fired. Go right. I also would also go Verdant because uh, unconventional tactics is one of my favourite. Oh, Favourite beers going has been for a long time. The Shark is also excellent every time I've had it. Um, they are both consistently very good at what they do. I just find, like Mark said, uh, those two beers in particular and, and the kind of wild stuff that Verdant come out with is, um, is a, a different level. Plus, I don't think I've ever been excited about yeast before. Um, <laughs> and the fact that they have their own kind of homebrew Homebrewer available yeast. As, they as they cultivate their own yeast, I know. When... Yeah, and sell and punt it to people. Like we've seen people that cultivate their own yeast before, but to actually say we're going to give it to homebrewers to to use themselves is a as massive kind of kudos to to package it and get it. Out uh, that is, that it's is just another cool, thing actually. to worry about. <laughs> that is actually pretty cool. I forgot about that. If I'm completely honest, uh, Cal Verden or Dia? I have to be honest. I'm... I haven't really had too much verdant, um, mm-hmm. as sheltered as I am up here. Um, and what I have had from there, I have really liked. So I would kind of, it's kind of like better the devil you know, really, to be honest, mm-hmm. I think, for me. So I think I would go there. And um, I'm going to have to back that up, to be fair. Um, oh. I'm much the same <coughs> as you, mate. Uh, I've had invoice me in the microphone and into the haze. The, the kind of the kind that looks almost like the kind of Joker from Batman. Um, yeah, I've had both, and I've also had their their. Uh, we spoke about it the other week, um, and I've had the one that they did the the Lager uh, collab that they did with Don Zoko, which was right. insane. It was absolutely brilliant. All right, so there's there's two votes for um, Dea, two votes for Verdant. Hey, Joe, all the best, mate. Yes, on which way I'm swinging, I'm gonna keep my loyalties with uh, no, Verdon are who I'd go for anyway, correct? Uh, pretty much echo <laughs> what two of guys said anyway. Um, I don't know, it's just I, I really like Dea, uh, branding on point, really good stuff. 
beer wise, I'd probably just favor Verdant No and Tap Room, everything like that. Their festivals, the whole lot. I think yeah. Verdant were like big little bash and all stuff like that. As a, as I a will, bit, I will admit, I've made this very difficult to choose between the two. If I'm completely yeah. honest, yeah, they're yeah they're pretty level, but no, I would say Verdant just for. I think that beers for me just top it. I love my pails and my IPAs and everything. I think they just, just about beat it. But then with added stuff like the tap rooms and uh, big little beer festival and stuff like that, yeah, I think Verdant have got it. Well, there we go. Verdant has got that one. Uh, next on my list is uh, North Brewing and Northern Monk. Um <laughs> <laughs> none of these none of these are easy I'll I've go got... first go on then Gil North oh. gave me the Springwell oh. uh, the Springwell yeah. glass and the beer set for the bravery of its finest <laughs> bravery of the finest easy hands down uh, <laughs> got it with the wee the, the kind of motif glass and stuff it's my it's my go to glass over over Friday or Saturday when I'm I'm going to have a couple See, yeah, fair, it's, it's my go-to, go-to glass so much that I, I I put it in storage and wrapped it in about fifty million layers of bubble wrap to make sure that when I move it my survives. house, it survives. I've actually I'm actually looking at the spring, the Springwell box. That the Springwell box is my beer mat box, incidentally. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll go sec- I'll go second. Seeing as seeing as I got shafted out of that box, never got anywhere near it. I'm going to go another monk. Surprise! <laughs> their their new supermarket, the the new one in Tesco, Divine Face, is, is is unbelievable. Is it Divine Face? For a, well, it's fresh anyway. Uh, I'll tell well, you. I think I think for me, Northern Monk are, are are really up there with the breweries that are able to hit all the markets. Yes. So so they're 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 smashing it out of the park in terms of supermarket beers. Um, and they have been for a while. The, the beers that they're delivering to to consumers like me that aren't, you know, getting to bottle shops that often. Um, but also, when you do splash out and you do go there, you, you, you can be safe if you go and buy like a Patrons Project beer, or or you're lucky enough to get a hold of one of those, or or whatever. It's it, you know you're guaranteed to get a cracking beer. So yeah, that's another month for me. Definitely. The um, new one. The new one is uh, that I spotted first anyway. That Jamie. Um, our uh, friend in blue that means he works for a supermarket <laughs> um, give, gives us the heads up on was Faith in Futures so their double dry hot IP yes. 6.2 was the that's a that's a, a turtle beer contender a proper there's the other one as well the one you had the other night Gilroy the other one the Divine, is, it, is it Divine Faith yeah it is right. and that one's the kind of heavy hitter but the, the kind of everyday if you're going to go with something that is kind of everyday um, that one, the six percent, the divine faiths, and the double IPA that's eight, eight percent. Just both so like smashers for that, supermarket. This one really split me. I was like, I love North and I love Northern Monk. Um, so much so that I, you're an ex patrons. I'm an ex patron of Northern Monk for the for the simple reason that because I do a podcast, I need to he try. The grass I, need was to, I need to sample. Joe, uh, there's any snatch available Gavin in the market. Gavin thought the grass was greener on the other side and then instantly regretted it. Still regrets <laughs> it to this day. Well, well I don't know. If, if Bruiser didn't exist, you would still be regretting it. 
Bruiser, Bruiser saved me. Bruiser definitely saved me. But I think I need, to, I, I need to go for Northern Monk. To be fair, um, that the Patrons project was is phenomenal. It's such a, ah, oh, it's it's it's. If you're not a part of Bruiser, it's the best box to be a part of. Definitely the best box to be a part of. Uh, the the Faith and Futures, what you mentioned, it's in the supermarket. Is a brilliant beer brilliant and i was super surprised to see that in the supermarket and then the divine faith I've, i would nearly picked up today but i'm going to save my money because my beer fridge is absolutely stacked at the moment um another monk for me is what i'm going with um md another monk it's crazy for me to be fair like Aye. um yeah everything that you've said the the patron stuff's just usually I say usually because I've had a couple of I'm not saying stinkers, but I've had a couple of letdowns. But um, the the collabs that they're able to pull um, are just unbelievable. So for me, I would I would give I would put Northern Monk at least a step ahead of North. I will say again, I've made this very very difficult. Not at all. Because um, why the fuck not? Um, but the North stuff is see the thing. I had I can't remember what it was. I had one of the North ones from Morrison's or Tesco. One of the new ones that tasted awesome as well. Um, Joe, this is a tough one. It's a, it's a really, to be fair, really um, hard. And I made I purposely made it really hard. North has done pretty incredible things, especially with like the start of their bar and how they kind of came into business and how they built everything. They're one of the kind of like trailblazers of that sort of thing. But I think Northern Monk would would be my choice of the two. I mean, some of the stuff they do, they're very out of the box. Yes. That's kind of like some of the stuff I like to see, the collaborations there. Nothing is normal necessarily for them. But they and do but they right. do normal as well though. That's the thing. They, yeah, they do normal amazingly yeah. well. But the fact they do something weird and they pull it off is very hard to do, and they pull it off well. I mean, to partner with Aunt Bessie's and Seabrook and all stuff like that, it's it's not normal. Once you, <laughs> Once, uh, is, that, is, that, is that a thing that you said, Cal? They, they do all levels very well, yeah. very very well. Like they, the don't, they don't make you don't they don't they don't necessarily make you feel like you're missing out when you get a supermarket beer. Like you, you don't feel like you're missing out at all. I know you may maybe spending three quid or four quid, but you don't feel like you're missing out too much. Like if you go right. then from a bottle shop beer that might be a wee bit more expensive, like you know what you're getting. Um, they they, they they do it very well. Um, I've got two more. Right. Um, this one I, I know where this is going to go, but that's a good um versus in my opinion. Vault City or Holy Goat. I know where it's going because we've not had uh, it's very controversial, but I know where it's probably going because we've not had much of one brewery. Uh, yeah, I'll vote for I'll vote for Holy Goat. Ah, uh, me too. Fuck, fuck the source. Yeah, that uh, one, I didn't expect. Hundred percent Holy Goat. Um, the the hive mind behind Vault City, some would say, yeah. it's yeah, controversial. I, also, I'm going for the hive minds. I'm like steamrolling Vault City comfortably. My favourite brewery in the world at the moment. Only because you've got a signed, a signed pack by Joe. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I say, is it? Yeah, I've never, I've never had a Holy Goat beer, so I need to be Vault City. And um, 
again, I've not had a vault, a holy goat, a vault set beer. I've had a lot of vault set. Beer. I've, I've not had a holy goat beer, so I'm gonna have to say vault set because the guava. You, can, you can't handle the truth, Gavin. That's what it is. No, no. See, the thing a is, holy goat, a holy goat stout would knock you on your pipe. It, mate, it probably <laughs> would knock me into sixes. Um, you gotta say though, Vault City. I mean, everybody does sours. I mean, on Apollo, people like that are probably higher range of sours. But Vault City, I just can't. I do like sours, but I just can't find anybody that matches it. They're not an easy beer to produce, and like the flavour, the whole lot they do is I cannot. Oh, and the only one that was slightly disappointing one was. it's that whiskey sour they had, or whiskey barrel aged sour with brew gooder. Um, so like November last year, whenever it was. Oh, and I love my whiskey as well. And I was thinking, all right, kind of taste a bit of whiskey. It just tasted a bit like, um, you know, when you got a bit of a cold, you made like honey and lemon, just the drink oh, like that, just tasted of that, which was a bit disappointing. And I bought two bottles for about £12 each. So that one, <laughs> <laughs> I heard what's, a bit, but... what's your opinion, Joe, on? Vault City switching the cans. This is um, pro- proper tangent here. I I'm trying to figure out why they did it. I I think yeah, <laughs> like you're you're doing the money sign. Yeah, um, there is a little bit of money because it's going to be cheaper for us to produce bottles. I think there's potentially a future shortage of bottles, so they're trying to think of other ways of doing it. Plus, it's far easier to move about bottles than it is to move about cans and they are trying to push european so i think they're trying to get themselves ready to be able to be able to do it definitely fits neater on a on a uh, pallet yeah yeah i kind of remember on the podcast with Edby joe um he did say that like like getting hold of the bottles was very very difficult it was yeah that's a a massive challenge for them because those we've said that so many. They're not just bottles, are they? They're, ah, they are they're sexy hitters. bottles. Oh yeah, they're, they're, to, they're, they're, they're the hard to smash ones. Yeah. <laughs> You're not smashing that on a Friday night. Gee whiz. No, no. That's not happening. Right, here's yeah. the last one, and this is a uh, as controversial as I think I could get. Is this is it Brewdog V. Mickle or something? No, 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 no. Who no. oh, <laughs> does sexism? Should have done that. I should have done that. Should have done that. Right, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Are you going Asvex or are you going Alpha Delta? I thought you could say Asvex or Neon Raptor. That would have been more. Uh, That would have been good. Unstable or unstable or absent. Asvex or Neon Raptor. (laughs) There's a couple of reasons why I tried. I I did this is because I'm hoping that Gil goes in the rant. To be fair, but um, Callum. Fucking Asvex. Alpha Delta. Alpha Delta, because I, I think I think Asvex are like a phantom broody. I think I think <laughs> I, I think they've, I think they've brewed I think they've point. brewed like I think they've made like six cans of beer and they just keep photographing them in various different places. I've never I've never met MD, I've never met anybody that's actually had an Asvex beer. No, I think uh, no no it's not it's not an Asvex beer. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, and the, and the, and their logo their logo looks. Far too similar to Alpha Delta to be. Is that why be, you've done the the little thing of controversials because you don't know whether you've had an Asvex or an Alpha Delta beer because the logo no, is basically the same thing. There's that, can... and every time we try and so I've tried through Bruiser to get an Asvex box. So as Gavin, we've both been told that at the like 
at the point where it gets locked in, the guy for Bruiser phones us. Is it Ollie that phones us and says, Ollie, right. He phones us and says, look, it's not happening. Who are you, who are you picking instead? <laughs> Every time. So if we just keep picking Asvex so that we get a phone call on the day that you're meant to lock it down and we get to hand pick whoever's got the best stuff. <laughs> at the time. But I'm, I'm convinced that Asvex are a myth. I'm agreeing with you. Like, I would, would agree Alpha Delta anyway. Yeah, I, Alpha Delta are unbelievable. The fact that they've got the one about the... The it was it's, um, somebody had it on tap the other day, and it the it reminded me of the podcast we did to them the um, the ferret stole my sixty inch TV or oh, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's the story one. behind that was unreal. And that's and was that <laughs> such it was a real story as well. Mm-hmm. True story. Aye, I, mean, just, I, mean, just, I assume we're all saying. Everything they touch is incredible. Yeah, I think we're all saying Alpha Delta. Yeah, clean sweep. Because Asvex aren't a real brewery, Gavin. <laughs> not a real brewery, but apparently they've raised the bar. Because they sent the, the judges them. a beer. One of the 12 cans they brewed. Right. So they're, they're a part of the We Are Beer Raise the Bar competition. They've been selected. One. Been selected and they've won, um, and they'll be at every single We Are Beer festival this year. Well, they might be, or they'll they be, might ju- be. Might just be a sign. <laughs> maybe no that's beer. why they can't. Maybe that's why they can't put it in the bruiser box. Sign with one beer. Yeah, they'll just no. They'll just they'll just send over to him at the last minute, just like they have to do with bruiser every time. That they I know if um, Aaron listens to the podcast, which I know he does regularly, um, he will be. I'm hoping he's in the stitches at this point because I know I was, but I thought Asvex v Alphadel, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, how we like to be controversial sometimes. Stir up shit. Why the fuck not? Um, Joe, where is the best place if anyone is looking to grab themselves a couple of packs of cards? Where do they need to go? Onto the website is definitely the best place, uh, or my house. It's, I'd rather website. Um, so if you go www.battlethebrews.com, it's got all of the trading, uh, trading packs on there, so you can buy a specific brews trading card pack, or you can go for the mixed brewery trading card packs, which have the opportunity of finding the full art, uh, ultra rare cards, and even. Yeah, like you're showing off there very happily. Fuck yeah, I'm so um, chuffed, but I'm so chuffed. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm so chuffed. We still have the three golden cans inside of mixed brewery packs as well. So if you find a golden can, that gives you £250 to spend at a brewery that is competing within Battle of the Breweries. Um, quite how nobody has found one yet is a bit beyond me, considering... You've got I, still. Yeah. <laughs> Them, I have earned myself £750 and I am a happy man. That's how I'm getting through my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put them in there myself. I, I if, remember if somebody, putting them if, in there. If somebody's wondering as well, like you, you, you've said about the website, if they're going, oh, I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't mind maybe one or two, but how much is a pack? So packs are £6, but if you're buying multiple packs, it does save you money. We do keep the brewery packs at £6 a pop, though, yep. because... It's uh, we only have a limited supply of the brewery packs, whereas the mixed brewery packs are unlimited. Um, the price will be reducing season two, which needed at that price season one, just so that we can uh, gather ourselves and make a business. Yep. 
Uh, and you'll even get more cards in season two's packs as well. You get nine packs for four pounds fifty rather than five or six pounds. So even better. Um, but that shouldn't deter you from buying season one's packs. Oh. <laughs> Don't buy season ones because they're the originals. They're the ones that uh, are going to be the hardest to find. We know that some of the breweries in season one won't continue in season two for one reason or another. Some of them just haven't responded to anything. Yeah. Um, some reason but uh, yeah go on there you'll have the card game as well you can buy the bundles lots going on I think I'm going to buy I honestly think I'm going to buy the game I think yeah, grab the game. Buy, 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 I buy, promise buy. you you will enjoy it I mean you don't have to think of it as like a key thing no. if I need to collect everything even if you just want to buy the game to yeah. play the game and not collect the cards I promise you'll enjoy it. It is. I think that's I think that's a ma- I think that's one really big massive thing to like get through this like it's not just like a trading card thing, a trading card thing. Like it is a game. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be like a proper geek like me, and you want to you want to just like collect them and shit. Like yeah. there's a game behind it at the end of the day. Like yeah, exactly. You can like a lot of people do just buy the game, and if you want to buy the game, and then you think right, there are six or seven breweries here that I actually really like. You can just buy their trading card packs, add them to your game, and then you've got a customized game job done so it's all based on breweries that you love so yeah play the game with your mates just have a few beers have a laugh that's that's all we want so, we'll so delk buy the game buy a couple of vaults City, get joe to sign them honestly hey then you're on to a winner winner on to a winner and i'll and i'll uh no i won't i was gonna say i'll bring the mark and you can use market and now you can't <laughs> like that shit Fuck that. Uh, and as well for season two, um, like I said, head over to the crowdfunder as well, the Kickstarter as well, uh, on June the 12th. Um, where will that information be available? Is it going to be all over your social media? It will be all over our social media. We're just waiting for a, um, a promo video to arrive at our front door, uh, which I may make myself, depending on who wants to make it. But uh, yeah, we're just waiting for that to be done. And then our pre um what would they call it like a pre-page for kickstarter will be available so people can click notify me it will then give them information on when we're likely to start and then as soon as we do start they'll give them an email but we will have everything on instagram battle of the breweries and facebook as well with all of the build-up so we'll start revealing what the season two trading card packs will look like or the new bits such as the beer legends pack which is going to be pretty cool that is a very exclusive low that sounds like a lot of shiny that is full of shinies and mm-hmm. uh, so we, the beer legends pack has only got four cards in they're all in hard cases and Definitely. they are a mixture of full art cards collab blasts shattered glass uh, one of ones autograph cards limited edition just the really hard to get ones are going to be yeah, inside right the right. premium but cool packs and um, collab blast cards by the way are looking fucking awesome and just before i came on the podcast i nailed down the design for shattered glass shattered glass will be the rarest to find uh, the obsidian shattered glass there's only five of those for a beer made so we tough to find but we'll have all those we'll have um yeah there, there'll be a lot going on we'll, we'll Why start am I getting more excited? Yeah, there's there's a lot to be excited for, especially if you're a collector. It's just it's it's the thought of there only being five, and like I totally I totally get it. Like I'm just like, ah, uh, 
to be honest with you, Joe, I just here's a, Joe. Question: How many of them is there of this of this? Um, so I, I, I know I've, I've mentioned this in the podcast. I've got this lovely full art shiny from Two Tom's Brewing Company, Blue Hawaiian. How many of them is there? Sixty-three. Sixty-three of that card. That's. And I've got number nine. Have I got number nine? Well, the the card is number nine of the oh, twenty-two different breweries. But yeah, you've got one of sixty-three cards there. Bosh. It's limited. So have you have you ever heard of accidental brewing in the UK? No. I'm assuming Oxide never heard of them, to be honest, before, but they will be one of the hardest cars to find. An awesome name, by the way. What an awesome name, Accidental Brewing. Yeah, Yeah, it is literally like the guy didn't want a brewery. He just started making stuff and it turned into a tap room. People started coming as Accidental Brewery. So that will be one of the hardest cars to find in the game. And now all of a sudden, everyone will know about Accidental Brewery and want to try that beer as well. So, yeah, um, so that will be one of the hardest ones. But we're, we're releasing quite a few... Very, very cool-looking cards. Oh, They've taken me like 30, 40 attempts to try and design them, but I'm finally really happy with what we got. So, yeah, good it's, stuff coming. For me, it's awesome. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the trading aspect of it. Like I said, I was... I wouldn't say I was like a proper like Pokemon like oh, yeah. collector, but I was. I had a book, and that probably means I was a proper Pokemon collector, to be honest. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I had a post that as far as I go. I, I was never a proper Pokemon card collector. I, I got a few. Yeah, um, I got devastated when one person bent one of my shinies, but I still remember that. But yeah. I, I collect the World Cup sticker book, little bits like that, and I realised in the beer world I collect beers because of Untapped and yeah. things like that. So and see, you think, see when you think about it, it's not even like, like, uh, like I take labels off my beers if i get a really nice beer i'll take the label off and I'll put it on my beer fridge that is exact that is pretty much the same thing yeah like, i'm taking the label off i'm putting it on my beer fridge because i want to keep it i'm essentially collecting beer labels um and I, I love the whole premise the whole idea behind it i get absolutely buzzing about it i've got this shiny proper packed up that's not going to get scratched at all and, <laughs> um, proper geeking out on this bad boy <laughs> it's just it's, for me it's so much fun so much fun and it, like, i cannot recommend anybody go, like go to battledebris.com go and get yourself a couple of packs buy the game just buy the game see it, it's fun i was going to say on our point too there's going to be a beer fridge podcast card like oh, which mate, you know so i think at the end of the day like we should be saying we want tagged uh and I know it's going to be December, so it'll be the start of next year. But we want tagged, and every time someone lifts one of those cards, you know, every How time you. going to be though? I know. I just think that's absolutely. You, get, you might get somebody who's never heard the podcast, and like I've just got a beer fridge podcast. But we could, you're talking about the the chap that buys a boatload of cards in the Netherlands, and he's going to open up a beer fridge podcast card and go, oh. And he'll listen to about four seconds and go, I thought someone's going to do the accent as you. Uh, <laughs> we like about yeah. accents in this podcast. No, he'll, he'll, open it, he'll open it and go, oh, that's your keeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I always try to do as well, gold member, yeah. Yeah, that's your keeper. That's your keeper. Absolutely. 
<laughs> Love it. So no. Well, that's um, the name of this podcast. You know that, eh? Keeper. Keeper. That's the keeper. Um, but no, like, go to the the website, um, Get yourself some packs. Get yourself um, ready for the Kickstarter. Um, kicking off on June the twelfth, where you can show your support and help all this happen um, for Christmas time. Because who doesn't want a little um, beer trading card under the Christmas tree? Or a family feud if you're playing a game on Christmas Day. Oh, a family feud. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, amazing. That would be match. Um, is where you want to go and head over to all the social media pages, as we mentioned, to be updated with all the latest comings and goings of Battle of the Breweries. Um, while you're there, you may as well search for Beer Fridge Podcast. Search for Beer Fridge Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Like, follow, and share. And you can show your support by heading to um, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Get exclusive content to the podcast and some homebrew from the guys as well. We are also sponsored by This Week in Craft.beer. Head to This Week in Craft.beer, get all the craft beer news from your favourite breweries and that all important new beer list as well. This Week in Craft.beer. They've also got some tours on as well, which might be worth looking at. This Week in Craft.beverage. Uh, my name is Gavin, that's Calm, that's MD, that's Scotty, Joe from Battle of the Breweries. Uh, it's been, it's, for me, it's been an absolute laugh and um, this is right up my streets and it's been really good fun to talk to you and I cannot wait for season two of Battle of the Breweries. Till next time on the podcast. Goodbye. Good <laughs>